This is the Great Big Beautiful Podcast. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at the GBB Podcast. And you can find us wherever you get your podcast. It feels like it's been forever since I have said that. <laughs> it's been yeah, a while. It's been a while. <laughs> and we are back from our, our break, our summer break, if you will. How was your summer, Justin? It was lovely. It was fun. Not as fun as yours, but it was fun. <laughs> and good time, it, good, good summer. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I... With the kids had a lot of, uh, they got to go a lot of places, like their grandparents took them different places, and, you know, it was really neat. It was like we didn't have both of them home at the same time once through the whole summer, which was kind of weird, but... That's pretty nice, though. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nice in a way. <laughs> not gonna lie, not gonna lie. <laughs> and I don't know how many of you, if you've been following along with Jamie's journey over his summer... Um, we're going to talk about it today. I'm not sure if any of you have been. I'm sure there's been people tweeting and Instagramming with you. Um, but Jamie, you had quite the summer. <laughs> quite the summer. It was, uh, yeah, if you had been listening for the last few weeks before we went on our break, uh, we mentioned it probably more than once. Um, but uh, you, we went to China for the summer. We were there for six weeks and uh, we did a lot. We did a lot of stuff in those six weeks. We packed it in. Uh, vacations in my family are not necessarily relaxing. They, uh, we, we tend to, to shove a lot of stuff in, and we end up more exhausted than we've ever been in our lives. <laughs> well, I, rem- I remember while you were away, you said you were tweeting something about, I, I wish I had pulled the tweet up, but it was something to the effect of that you had a lot of fun, but bringing two kids backpacking across China <laughs> might, might not have been the great, a great, great decision, but you had fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a great decision for us. Like we had a great time, right. but like, I think what I said was that I don't know that I would necessarily recommend it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's, we were six weeks, 24 seven with our kids, you know, backpacking around China, which is great. But six weeks is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, if you're if you've never done that before, if you don't have that experience, I don't know that I would necessarily recommend <laughs> doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of one another. Let's just put it that way. It's a lot <laughs> of one another. And we came home and when we finally got home, like home home, um, they started school like within the week. But like the first couple of days we got the first couple of days we got home, um, I said, listen, guys, I love you, um, <laughs> but I don't want to see you for two days. Like, I, I'll, feed, I'll feed you if you're hungry, um, but other than that, go away. I don't want to look at you. Everybody go to their own room. <laughs> yeah. We, we have space now. Let's spread out, and uh, I don't want to see you for, like, oh, let's say three days. You can pop back up. I've got Netflix to watch. You guys get exactly. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so and jamie has a lot of cool things he's going to talk about including um if you're everyone listening to this uh originally we started as a disney podcast so he's visited both disney parks <laughs> in that area yeah the two chinese hong kong, hong kong and shanghai yeah and his he wrote a, he already wrote an article on geek dad which it's a, it's a lengthy article, but a very good read. We're going to kind of probably go over that a little bit, and we'll point you to the article as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's probably what we're going to talk about mostly right now. I mean, people, I mean, nobody really cares about the rest of my trip. Um, <laughs> but I think what we're probably going to talk about now are the Disney parks, um, because obviously if you're a fan um, – you're curious, especially with Shanghai being so new. It just just celebrated its first anniversary this summer. Um, and obviously, if you're going all the way over there, you know, Japan, the two parks in Tokyo are also phenomenal. They're, they kind of um, steal the spotlight in many respects because mm-hmm. they're such good parks. Um, Hong Kong, when it opened, I think it's 12 years old now. Um, when it opened, it was a very small park and it was just sort of a... I don't want to say afterthought but it was just it was just there you know it's like it's this little park that it it never was true competition to right. tokyo because it was so much smaller um and then shanghai opened and that's sort of like shanghai is the is the is the stealing everybody's thunder and um <laughs> you know when it opened it was sort of like everybody was like oh my god it's amazing we have to go there 
Um, so I knew that it was going to be crowded. I, I lived in Shanghai. Um, mm-hmm. I know what it's like over there. I when when it opened last year, um, we had you know sort of tongue in cheek said you know we'll go when the crowds die down in about ten years, and I really didn't have any interest in going you know within that first year because it was going to just be so crowded. <laughs> um, but we ended up over there and we're like, well, how can we be there and and not go? So right. we had the kids with us. We're like, well, we'll go. My um my son's birthday was like a week before we went. And we're like, well, that would be like a cool birthday. Like, we'll take him to that. That'll be great. Um, and then we can go back to Hong Kong later because we were going to we were going to Hong Kong later in the trip. And I had been to Hong Kong when we were on our honeymoon. When after we got married, it was 12 years ago. We were there like just a few months after it opened. So we were there. We were in Hong Kong, like right, right at grand opening, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so we wanted to like go back and see how it compared because it, it has grown quite a bit. Right. Um, so, so, yeah. So, for people like I, me, I have no idea. So, I'm going to ask this. How far apart are Shanghai and, and Hong Kong from each other? Um, like, as far like, as the parks go. Like, like distance? Like, yeah. Miles? Like, like, like how, long, how many hours would it take you to get? Can you even drive oh. to them or do you have to fly? Or I, I don't know anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty far. I mean, they're like. Op, not opposite ends of the country, but they're really, I right. mean, they're not close to, to each other. Right. So um, they don't compete with, they don't compete with each other for people, you know, taking day no, trips. No, in, in many respects, they don't compete with each other. So Hong Kong is a special part of China. Um, it, you know, obviously Hong Kong used to be a British colony for mm-hmm. many, many years. And then when it went back to China in 97, um, it went back with a lot of stipulations and understandings that, you know, the government wasn't the, you know, the, the the central communist government of mainland China wasn't just going to come in and destroy everything that Hong Kong people had, you know, come to expect over you know right. generations. Um, so when it opened 12 years ago, it was very difficult for mainland Chinese people to even get to Hong Kong. Like okay. they got a place that they can just travel to. They need to have special visas and it's very difficult for mainland people to get there. It's that has relaxed a little bit in the in the past 10 12 years so it's Mm -hmm. a little easier for mainlanders to get there um but it's still they still need to apply get you know special permission travel permission that kind of thing um so it was never a destination for mainland tourists gotcha Um, shanghai opened it it really is now like the premier destination for mainland chinese uh tourists um, so in terms of that, they're kind of still targeting different audiences. Um, but in terms of distance, uh, I mean, I can I can look this up because I probably should know, but it's they're they're pretty far. So I, I will say we when we went to Hong Kong, um, we the place we were right before then was somewhat close to Shanghai and we took an overnight train to get there and we took one of the fast trains. Um, so it was an overnight train to get down to Shenzhen, which is right at the border. And then we crossed the border and took the metro down to the city. Um, if you're going to fly, it's like a two hour flight. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, forgive my tappity tappity if you can hear my people <laughs> in the background, but I am going to check this out. So, um, you should have given me warning that I had homework here. <laughs> well, my biggest reason for asking was I was wondering, you know, why the popul like the crowd sizes were so different and it makes sense what you just said the mainland Chinese uh, people don't go to the Hong Kong one. So that yeah, that's probably it, <laughs> what, it's also it's also a matter of age. Hong right. Kong has been there for 12 years, the park. Right. And Shanghai is just, just open. New. So it's brand new. Has the Tron um, light speed or what is light cycle, whatever they call it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's, you know, everybody's all excited about it, you know? So, um, Google is not helping me right now and telling me how far <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, it's a two hour flight. Um, hang on. This is annoying. <laughs> It's, it's, so it's about 1,500 kilometers. Okay. So that's like... Oh, it's not yeah. close. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> not very close. <laughs> no. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've kind of... I've been 
I've, I've thought this to death by writing that post, but I feel like um, there's still so much to say. So um, instead of me just sort of blabbering on and on aimlessly, like what questions for somebody like you mm-hmm. who's never been there, um, he's never been to China right. and is saying, you know what? I've got the money. I've got the time. I think <laughs> I want to do this. Um, like what questions would you have as you were thinking about whether or not that was even something that you wanted to do? I think, I think what you, you touched on in the article, the crowd size for me is a big thing. Um, I saw the pictures, <laughs> the pictures that you guys got to go look at this article, the, the difference between the gates and opening <laughs> the two yeah. different parts. It was, it was insane. Like, the Shanghai one, I've seen Walt Disney World look like that, but like at Christmas time, and it still didn't look like that. No. Do you know what I mean? Like I've been to Epcot when it was at capacity, and it still didn't look like that. So, no. <laughs> so that so, to me is something that would be important to me. <laughs> it it was a madhouse. Now I have heard that I guess like off peak time, like now mm-hmm. it's fall. I have I have seen some Twitter. Uh, chatters, people who are there now, I have seen, you know, they say like, oh, the park is empty. Now, I don't believe that for a second that the right. park is empty, maybe by comparison. Um, but there is an off season. Um, Shanghai, the park tickets themselves actually reflect that. So there are off peak pricing. Mm-hmm. So when we were there in the summer, we paid, um, you know, busy season prices. But now, if you go to the website now, the prices have dropped by almost you know, like a third. So the prices reflect that. And I don't know how much the crowds reflect that. Um, it felt like it, the only word that I keep coming back to is just unpleasant. It was just incredibly unpleasant when we were there for so many reasons. Um, jumping ahead. So like when we, we had, we were forced to take a taxi back to our hotel. We do not stay at the resorts. We don't, Mm-hmm. I don't even do that. I don't even do that in Florida. Like I, I don't shell out three hundred dollars a night for a Disney hotel just to say it's a Disney hotel. Um, so we, we were staying in the city. We missed the last subway home, um, so we had to get a, a a car home, and we took like the equivalent of Uber. And so we get to talking to the driver, and we were at that point we were just so done. We were we were so tired. We were so exhausted. We were like, this sucked. We hated this. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert for those who didn't read the article. Um, and we're like, there's just too many people. And the taxi, the the driver kind of like chuckled, and he's like, this wasn't even a busy day. And he's oh like, apparently my. like, apparently like, if you know anything about Disney here, you know they they're very secretive about their numbers. Right. Like you can't ever really find out how many people visit the park or how much money they make. Um, I guess it's a little bit more transparent in China, which is surprising to me. But he said like, because this is what he does, he drives. So he, he needs to like, he drives people away from the park or to the park. So like he knows um, how busy it is because this is what he does every day. And so he says like he can check online. And he said that day that we were there, it was about a hundred thousand people in the park. <laughs> that's um, not busy. That's you know. <laughs> that's not busy. Apparently, he said you know there have been days when it was three times that, like it was three hundred thousand people in the park. And man. I don't know if that was, I don't know how much of an exaggeration that was. I don't know how hy- hyperbolic that was. Like, right. But I could believe it. But I was just thinking, like, as long as the lines were that day, and as crowded and as uncomfortable as it was that day we were there, I can't even imagine three times as many people there. Well, I mean, even to me, 100,000 people, like the city I live in, with all of the outskirts, there's 88,000 people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put us all in one spot. Oh, it was a lot wow. of people. And, like, so part of the reason um, it was so unpleasant and uncomfortable is because there were 100,000 people there. Now, the park is huge. Mm-hmm. Like, it is – I don't know, like, if you overlaid it over the Walt Disney World property, how many – how much it would cover but like so walt disney the magic kingdom is like a hundred acres mm-hmm. or something in that ballpark um animal kingdom including all of the land that's just reserved for the animals that you think you know, it's like the um the the safari ride and everything right. so it's most it's not not all of it's open for you to just walk around mm-hmm. that's 100 um Shanghai Disney. Now, the only number I could find was they kept quoting was for Shanghai Disney Resort. So this might include the hotels. Right. But the hotels are not going to they were not that big of a footprint on the actual property. But mm-hmm. the number I kept finding was nine hundred and sixty acres. 
which is basically all four of the parks in Florida combined. So if Plus, you think Epcot is a big park to walk around, yeah. you go to Shanghai. <laughs> so it it was huge. It was it was unreasonably big. Quite, you know, it was too much of a good thing. So it was like y- y- it took forever to walk from one end to the other. And the thing is, there are a good number of rides and attractions, but there's not that many. And so it's this huge amount of land and space with not that many attractions. So a lot of it feels empty. And to get from one to the next, like if you're in Tomorrowland <laughs> with, with like Tron and, and Buzz Lightyear and you're like, oh, I want to go ride um, um, Soren or I want to go over to the Pirates ride. It's like a half hour, 40 minute walk. Wow. I mean, it's, it's a long way. And if you've got little kids, I mean, that's it's you're going to take a long time to get there. And what what do you think the reason is that they would build it that big? Do you think it's because, because of the amount of people? Because they can. <laughs> really? I mean, it's because it's because they had the land. They could buy the yeah. land that much. They knew that they were going to have a lot of people. I mean, China has a billion people in every place right. you go there. It's crowded. So they knew they couldn't build a quaint little Disneyland mm-hmm. size park because it was just going to be too many people. And I think that they also built it knowing that they were going to expand. You know, I mean, they're already building a Toy Story land there. We could see some of the rides from from that that's getting built. So they already are expanding the park. Right. It's just, you know, it's the first year. There's not it's only still the opening attraction. Right. Well, it makes sense. They can they can fill it with, the you know, new things. If something really takes off in America that people love, they can move it to there. You know, if they have the space, like that's the problem yeah. they're having in Disneyland. They they don't have space to put anything. Right. So, <laughs> so it makes sense that way, I guess. Right. Disneyland in California is packed. I mean, yeah. they got a, there's a lot of attractions there, but it's just they it's packed in really yeah. well. Yeah. It's wow. not not so in Shanghai. I mean, it's it's just it's ridiculously big. <laughs> it's laughably big is, is what it is oh yeah i saw the but, pi- i saw your pictures it was like rolling hills and yeah, <laughs> it was it was crazy <laughs> yeah it's 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 crazy big and i i you know thinking back i wish i had taken more pictures that were really representative of the size and the crowds it's just it was so hot and it was so crowded and we were just like i just we it was just so frustrating <laughs> that i didn't take pictures because i was just so angry i just want to go home <laughs> well i'll tell you you laugh but it you know my kids obviously are no strangers to disney they've been to a lot right. of this is, you know they've been to a lot of them they've been to a lot of amusement parks this is the only place only amusement park they've ever been that in the middle of the afternoon they asked to go home wow like that, four that o'clock a lot. yeah like three or four in the afternoon they both look at me and they're like can we go and I was like, really? Like, you guys want to go? And they're like, yeah, like, we just, this is not fun. Like, we, they, they just were not having it. Um, and then we, we, I mean, we stuck it out. We stayed. Uh, but they do not have happy memories of that place. Like, to this, like, even now, they'll joke. They'll be like, yeah, Shanghai. Shanghai that sucked. Like, that was the worst, <laughs> worst Disney ever. Um, so they do not have, it's not even like distances like, oh, you know, that was a good ride. Or, oh, that was fun. You know, like, I am now able to do that. I'm able to right. look back. You like find find the silver lining and find the, the good parts of it. Um, but for them, no. Like and they it, have, it can also they serve don't. as a check mark for you too on your list. Like, yeah, I did it. Shh, don't have to yep. go back. <laughs> yeah. And it's sad because, you know, I love Disney World. I love Disneyland and I'll happily go back. But no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I cannot see myself going back to Shanghai. Right. Was, okay, now another question I would have about Shanghai is the Tron ride as good as everybody says it is? Funny you should ask. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you didn't get to go on it. So let me tell you. Okay, I got to hear this. <laughs> um, so we get there. And my plan was, let's ride Tron first. Because that's that's the ride, you know, the, the one of the two rides there that is getting all, you know, everybody's talking about. It. I need to go ride it. So we, um, I don't even remember what we did first, but so we got over to Tomorrowland and I went with the plan was let's get in line for Tron and I'll get a fast pass for something else. So, um, my wife and kids go up like Tron is sort of like on the upper level. Tomorrowland there is like on two levels. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
like Tron, the entrance to Tron and uh, the uh, what do they call it? Jetpacks, which is like the Astro Orbiter, just that spinny ride. Yeah, that's sort of like on the upper level. But then if you go down, there's uh, like a stage and um, you know a snack bar and there's a stitch thing and Buzz Lightyear is down there. So it's sort of like they've they've separated it into two levels. So they went up to get in line for Tron. Um, and I went over to fight the little crowd at uh, Fast Pass. So I get in and um, now, mind you, this is like right at opening. So it's mm-hmm. like 930. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so I get in and I was like, what? Because it's in Tomorrowland, they, they do Fast Passes for Buzz Lightyear and Tron. So like, well, we're getting in line for Tron. I'll get a line. I'll get a tickets for Buzz Lightyear. That way, when we come out of Tron, we can just go straight into Buzz Lightyear. So I got the Buzz Fast Passes and I go up. And I'm walking t- toward the entrance and I can see my wife and kids still standing there talking to one of the cast members. They're not even in line. So I know something's wrong. And the look on her face is like, she's frustrated. I was like, oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> And I can see standbys at 120 minutes. Oh my god! I don't wait two, three hours for long. I'm sorry. I just, minutes. I don't. Okay. Now that <laughs> I know, lots of people do. When you get two hours for a ride, I don't do it. Mm-hmm. I don't care what ride it is. I don't care if I'm in Shanghai and it's Tron. I'm not going to stand in line two or three hours right. for a ride. So we get up there, and my son, who is six, is too short by like half an inch. So they won't let him ride. <laughs> and um, and I was like, okay, well, can we do, um, what's that called? Rider switch. Right. Now, have you done rider switch here? Um, I don't think I've ever done it before. I don't think how, so. It, so you tell me, how does rider switch work, according to your understanding? Um, I would think that it would mean that um, your wife or your partner and your one of your kids could go on. Or say you just have one kid, one could go on, and then you switch places, and the one other person goes on right away. Right. You know what so, I mean? Like you don't. You wait in line once. The one person goes on, then they escort you back up to the front, and you go. Right. So, but you're all waiting in line together, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, this person was saying that in order for us to do rider switch, I would have to wait in line with. My daughter, because she wanted to ride. So the two of us would ride for two hours. We'd wait in line. And uh, my son was not even allowed to stand in the line. Right. Oh, wow. Too short. Okay. Wasn't even allowed to wait in line. So my wife had to stand somewhere else, just hang out for two hours with him somewhere else. And when we were done with the ride, we would have to come back out, find them, give them the ticket, and then they would go in. And it was very unclear about whether they then had to wait for two hours in line. Like, I'm assuming not, because otherwise, what the hell yeah. is the point? Well, normally, I thought the rider switch had, like, a room or something they could at least sit in. or Yeah, where they would they stand inside. Yeah. And when we came back, I would get off the train. And she would get on. I would on. get off the ride, and she would get on, which yeah. is how it makes sense it should be. Yeah. Um, this, the cast member, and if you've read my article, you know this is my huge, biggest complaint with, with the park. The mm-hmm. cast members were very... Um, uninformed. They didn't know what was going on. They, this this person was like, we asked. Uh, there were like three people who told us that they didn't do rider switch, and then this person said that they did, but she explained it in a very awful way. So we're like, well, no, th- we're not going to do that. Why we, we waste four hours doing that? <laughs> you mean well, it's not really a rider switch program? If you do no, it that it's way. just I get I ride it, and then you get in line and ride. <laughs> it. That's, that's not rider switch. Yeah. Um, and so. We're like, all right, well, just just forget it, because if we even if we wait in line for two hours, we're going to miss our fast pass window for Buzz Lightyear. Right. So uh, we'll just come back later in the day or I'll get a fast pass for tonight and then the lights will be on. And it'll look cooler anyway. So we'll just do that. We'll plan to ride it tonight. So we go off and we ride Buzz and we do other things. And. Um, long story short, all the fast passes in the entire park were gone by noon. Now, I didn't realize that. Um, so the entire, because there were so many people there, all the fast passes had been distributed by 12 o'clock. Wow. So by the time we realized we were going to have to go back and get fast passes for the evening, 
they were already gone. So like, all right, well, now we're stuck doing standby. <laughs> but now the line was up to three, three and a half hours long. <laughs> I think who, at waits, one point, who waits in a three and a half hour line for anything? I no, can't believe people me. do that. <laughs> not me, that's for sure. I think at one point it even cracked four hours. And wow. I was like, this is because we were checking on the app. Right. This is ridiculous. There's no way. I was like, if I if we leave here and I'm not riding Tron, that, that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. So we keep checking. We do everything else. We spend the whole day. Um, the park closes at 10. Okay. So around 9.15, we're getting ready. Like, we're 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 done. Like, mentally, emotionally. Right. <laughs> emotionally. But I, <laughs> but I see... I see on the app, Tron is down to 40 minutes. And I was like, oh, all right. That's well, a tempting I, number, right? Let's, let's go do this, right? Yeah. And my wife is like, you can do it. It's fine. We're all tired. I'll just, we'll wait. I'll, you know, I'll take Sam. I'll take, you know, I'll, we'll do Ride Buzz Lightyear. You know, he'll, he loves that ride. We'll just do that. We'll wait for you. So my daughter and I race to Tron. We run in. Um, we're not the only ones. Other people are like, like because it's like 40 minutes, end of the night, everybody wants to ride it. Right. So we get in line and, you know, you make your way up and it was about 40 minutes. And we are, no joke, four people from the turnstile <laughs> where you push through the turnstile, make a turn, and then you get on the, uh, yeah. the rock. We're standing there and there's like the video, like the, um, this is how you buckle your seatbelt, safety, you know, all that stuff going on. And all of a sudden, the audio all goes off. Right? This, there's no more ambient noise to make you think that you're in the future. There's no more safety inf- announcement that's been on on loop. The sound, the, all the audio just goes off, and I'm thinking, "Oh crap, that's not good." Then, so we're standing there, <laughs> and then this guy, who is three people in front of me, because we're right there at the front, one yeah. of the cast members comes on and starts talking. Now. I understand enough Chinese to know what he's saying. He's basically saying, I'm sorry, we have a, we have, there's a problem and uh, we have to, we're basically like, we're shutting down the ride for a couple minutes and we're not really sure what's going on. I look at my, I look at the time, 10 o'clock on the dot. And that's the park t- close time. That's the time the park closes, right? Everybody behind us is going, oh, a lot of yeah. three people, right? And you can see it's just a kid. It's just a cast member. It's just, it's just some 20-year-old kid or whatever. Right. And so like he's just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Don't, th- don't shoot me, right? <laughs> and so then his supervisor, like the, you know, the, the next level up comes on. And he basically says, uh, it's 10 o'clock. The park is closed. You all have to get out of line. Oh, man. Now, if you have been at a Disney park, how it, what they usually do is – They'll let everyone in the queue go, right? Until, like, if the park closes at 10, they'll let every, they'll, they'll keep the line open until about 10 or a little bit before. But if you're in, in the line, if you're in the queue, they'll mm-hmm. let you ride, even yeah. if it's after 10 o'clock. They're, gonna, they're not going to let you get in the line and then kick you out. because Well, that's like a notorious thing at Disney. You can walk around after and, you know, the guys kind of sweep you out. They walk behind. You know what I mean? They call yep. them the – I don't know what they call them, but – the, the security yeah. kind of sweeps yeah. everybody out, but yeah. So everybody now is all up in arms because you let us in line. We're standing here. It's 10 o'clock. Obviously you want us out because the park closed and you're feeding us this line that there's technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. So they give everybody a little card, like <laughs> a, 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 um, you know, like if you're in line for something and there really is a technical difficulty, they'll right. give you a, a card to like skip the line to come back later. Yeah. So they give everybody one of these dated that day and on the card it says only good for return that day. So like, what the hell good is this? The park is closed. That's why you're kicking us out. I'm not coming back tomorrow. So we waited in line 40 minutes to get three back, three or four back. And they kicked us out of line because the park had closed. <laughs> I stood in line and all I got was this worthless fast pass card. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, my daughter was so excited to ride. And so she was so, and that was just like the icing on the cake. It was just like, 
fuck this. Like, yeah. this sucks. Like, this is like the worst Disney experience of our that, lives. That like, solidified her hate of Disney Shanghai. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> did. Absolutely did. So I did not get to ride Tron. I saw it. I watched it. I looked kind of cool. It really is just a roller coaster where you're sitting like a motorcycle. I mean, right. it's it looks cool. I can't imagine that it's all that. I mean, right. now I, I say that a little bit disgruntled because I didn't get to ride it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know for it sure. It probably wasn't fun anyway. It probably wasn't that good. Uh, I will say that the Pirates ride is freaking phenomenal. Yeah, though. you were saying that. What? So what is the difference there for their Pirates? I'm really curious. Have you, you really should watch some of like the YouTube Go videos. Go watch it through. It's, it's like you can't even compare it to the pirates rides that are there now. So it's, right. it's based on the movies. It's not based on, mm-hmm. you know, generic happy pirates, like the old one, like the original rides. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's next gen technology and everything. Like it will blow you away. Like it, so you get it. It's, you're still in a boat. Um, but much of the ride is like, you're surrounded basically like by an IMAX screen. Wow. So it's very it's it's a lot of digital it's it's screens and there are like you feel like you're going underwater. Um, and so it's like, you know, there's a whole those pirates that are all and they turn mm-hmm. into people. And so you feel like that you feel like you're underwater. There's this huge squid that attacks. There's this one part where you come down like this narrow alley between two huge pirate ships that those are real. Yeah. Like there are these huge full size boats that you're coming down the middle of them and wow. there's like a, a cannon battle on either side of you. Um, and it's just, uh, the, the technology that they put into it. There's, there's one part where, where captain Jack first shows up, you just see a skeleton and then there's like some sparkles and the skeleton turns into an animatronic of Jack. Wow. And you're just like the first time you see it, you're blown away. You're like, how the hell did they do that? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean the animatronics are amazing. The the effects are amazing. The screens that they've put in, you know, you forget that you're looking at a screen. You feel like you're going down underwater. Um, there's a you go inside one of these huge boats. Um, the you know every pirate's ride has that part where it's in the dark and you like go down the little hill. Yeah. This flipped it, so now you're going down backwards as you're like escaping oh, okay. a, an explosion. Um, it, it's just in every way that you love the original pirates attraction. Mm-hmm. This is, this is 10 times better. And, and what's, what's kind of crappy about it is that they'll never be able to put a version like that in Florida because people won't have it. There's no, no people, won't, people won't have it because of nostalgia and right. they just, quite honestly, I don't think that they have the room. Right. Okay. It's, it's probably, they, it's probably huge, right? Compared. The ride is a much bigger foot. It's just, it's a bigger ride because it's. Yeah. It's so much more like the building that it has to go through is so much bigger than the original ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the uproar that there was over getting rid of the um, the the what was it? Not the, the bride slave market. The bride auction. Yeah. They got rid of that. There was that huge uproar. I yeah. can't imagine if they got rid of the entire ride. Can you imagine? Depp. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, no. I mean. No, I mean, like, do you remember when they first put Johnny Depp into the attraction? Yes. It's like he, yeah. he's in there. I mean, he's he's in there a few times, but it's it's kind of cool where he pops up, you know. Yeah. But there was an uproar over that, you know. And now to change the entire attraction for just the Johnny Depp version, um, people would freak out. Oh, oh yeah, it would be that would be it, right? And then I, mean, I, I love the original ride. I love yes. I love both versions, you know, in in Florida and California. I love it, but this is you can't compare it because they're basically different rides. They're different mm-hmm. attractions, but this is just so, so good. So when we first wrote it, it was like a 75 minute wait. And we're like, well, and they, they this did interestingly, they don't have fast pass for that ride. <laughs> so we're like, all right, well, let's looking at how long the lines are for everything else. It's not yep. going to get any shorter. So like, I think it was like an hour and 65 minutes. Mm-hmm. Something like, that. We're like, we're just going to wait. The pictures that you probably saw of that like hell on earth line, yeah, that, that was pirates. It was, it's a it's the one with all the trash in it. That, that was Tron. Okay, Tron. we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this was just all the people. So now keep in mind that it was about ninety eight degrees, uh, and there's Ugh. not that many fans. There's no air conditioning. It's an outdoor queue. Um, it's an incredibly poorly designed 
queue. It's it's like two lines running concurrently. Mm-hmm. So it's like they don't they they join at the very end, but otherwise it's like two lines going together. But it doesn't make a lot of sense. And um, Chinese guests have a different set of social norms around mm-hmm. lining up than we do so there's a lot of pushing there's a lot of shoving there's a lot of um lack of personal space so it's like you're in line with all these people but you're not just standing in line it's like you've got people literally bumped up behind you right. breathing down your neck and you're up pushed up against the person in front of you for like an hour in 98 degree heat it's not a pleasant experience um so we we suffered through that line the ride made up for it because it was so good and then at the end of the night um before we did the whole we ran for tron that whole fiasco like we skipped the fireworks show mm-hmm. uh, because we didn't want to deal with a hundred thousand people trying to see fireworks and we're like <laughs> well now the lines are shorter because everybody's trying to see the fireworks so we actually got to do pirates i think we did it three more times back to back wow That's so awesome. yeah that was pretty awesome so that kind of the end of the day kind of helped appease at least my wife and i helped us like all right this you know we at least we got some good out of this because we got to ride that while my daughter and i were in line for tron my wife and my son did do buzz like four times in a row so and he loves that ride and the the version there in shanghai is just superior to any other buzz Lightyear ride that you've ever ridden in absolutely every way oh wow so if you like the buzz Lightyear ride once you've done the version in Shanghai, you cannot go back to the other one because the other one just sucks. <laughs> is it like snappier for shooting and easier to like turn? It's so stuff? much so much easier to shoot and you yeah. can actually see where you're shooting. Gotcha. The technology that they put into the gun and the shooting and the the the, the um the whatever it is, the you know, how the, the the targets yeah. is is just so much better. And then because just a couple of weeks later we were in Hong Kong. And they have a Buzz Lightyear ride, which is the old technology that's here in yeah. Florida, California. And the the difference was like night and day. Like we we got off that ride and we we're like, man, that sucked because it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't as smooth and as easy to use as as Shanghai was. Right. Uh, so that was a good thing. The Buzz Lightyear ride is really fun if you like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Pirates ride was really good. Um, the end of the night, um, because the park really did empty out after fireworks. Um, uh, it was really good because you the lines really did drop, so you right. were able to do some some back to back riding like that. And, so that was good. and not that we want to make this like a whole let's let's tell uh, crappy stories about Shanghai, but one other thing that I did notice that kind of as a Disney purist, it kind of hurt my heart to see was the amount of trash in the queues in places. I don't know if it was everywhere or just the queues or what. But that that's incredible. Yeah. So, um, and and I have no doubt that Florida would be like that too if it wasn't, you know, for the cast cast members and the management. And so this this is you you've hit on my biggest problem with Shanghai Disneyland is that it's not a lot of people like when if you if you just do like a Google search for Shanghai Disney. You're going to see a lot of um, negative posts and like bloggers and quote unquote theme park enthusiasts mm-hmm. and other podcasters, people who have never been to China before or who don't know anything about Chinese culture or society or anything, just say, oh, I'm going to go to China for Disneyland. And they get there and they're suddenly like surprised that China is a different country and they, <laughs> they behave differently and there are different social etiquette and different social norms. Um I have lived there. I'm married to a Chinese person. I've been there many times. Like, I think I have a, I have more experiences definitely, but I feel like I have a better understanding of the country and the culture more so right. than the average American or, or Canadian. Um, so I can't lay blame on the guests. Right. You know, it, it, I, I will say over the past 10 years since from when I lived there till now, the difference is astonishing than like, it used to be you couldn't go anywhere. Like if you wanted to get on the bus or on a train or on a subway, it was a you had to push. You had to push your way on. It was a huge pack of people. Nobody waited in line. You'd go to a restaurant like 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 a McDonald's where there was like you had to wait at the the counter yeah. to order. People there was no line. People would just crowd up to the front and push their way. Oh wow! But now now it's like you see patient 
queues, single mm-hmm. file lines, nobody's fighting, nobody's pushing. The way what I came to understand is that that activity, that waiting in a line, waiting in a single file line, waiting your turn, that's a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, like we learn that in kindergarten. You know, we learn that going to school, single file line, you you know, you wait your turn. That was just never hammered home for many Chinese kids. So it, it never became part of that generation's culture that learned that, that that was not part of their experience. So they, that was not ever, um, a social, um, um, activity that was understood and recognized and everybody followed. So it is now, it is definitely becoming so now, but in the past it never was. Um, but it's changing slowly, you know, so that's why, you know, I said in the pirates queue, it was, it was really uncomfortable because people, there was no, not the same, understanding of personal space that we might have um but uh so i can't lay blame for um that unpleasant experience on the guests or on other chinese people or how they might act um if you read any of these articles if you do a google search far too many people do they do blame the chinese oh they're disgusting they're nasty they're they're horrible uncivilized people I think that's just revealing your own ignorance and racism, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not to excuse that behavior, but you have to understand why it happens. So I'm not, I don't, I don't lay blame on the guests. I put almost 100% of the blame that I feel is is necessary on the management, on mm-hmm. the park management, and on cast members. I've been to nine of the 12 Disney parks. Cast members are the secret ingredient they are the, the they are what make your your stay magical you know when people talk about the magic of disney or like oh it's mm-hmm. such a magical happy place they're talking about the cast members mm-hmm. you know i mean the rides the attractions are great but if you've got crappy you know unhappy disgruntled people loading you onto <laughs> peter pan's boat you're not going to have a good time and the cast members that we encountered I have heard other people who had different experiences, so it's not to say that my experience is universal, but the cast members that we experienced and we encountered um, were, by and large, awful, awful, awful. Like, they, it, it was so hard to believe that we were in a Disney park because I felt more joy and happiness and, and knowledge walking around Six Flags. You know, wow. and it's that's that's terrible to say, because if you're a Disney fan, that's sort of you come to expect a certain behavior or a certain way that the cast members are going to act. Um, we we were we were we were lied to. We were laughed at. We were ridiculed. We we talked to two people who were next to each other and they completely contradicted each other. Um, this is this was not a a. Um, a language barrier because we were speaking Chinese, you know, I mean, we're speaking fluent Chinese. And so we actually found that when my wife spoke English, she got treated with far more respect than if she spoke Chinese. If she tried to speak to somebody in Chinese, she was basically either ignored or just yelled at or treated like crap. But if we spoke English, they at least made the attempt to look cordial and friendly and like, oh, you know, have a magical day kind of thing. Um, even though they were telling us completely incorrect information, I wonder Which, is that is that a cultural thing? Do you think that they're doing that, or is that just a? Um, honestly, I think that was probably un, um, um, un, not unconscious. Um, what's the word? Subconsciously. They, yeah, they were subconsciously doing. It. I don't think they were doing it intentionally. Right. Um, they weren't like, hundred... oh, but she's speaking English now. I'm going to be yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah. No. I so I think you know with a hundred thousand people in the park who are fine seemingly being treated in that way right. why change yeah you know i mean so it's like they they don't have this history of going to disney they don't have they're not coming to the gates with an expectation of the cast members being this magical ingredient to their to the experience and making them feel incredibly welcome and treating them really well and going up above and beyond and going out of their way. They're not coming with that expectation. So, and they're perfectly happy waiting in these God awful lines with, or, or not, not finding a line. Like I have an entire other story. Like there's just 
the lines were just forming where they weren't supposed to be forming. Like they were just there outside of the queue and people were just creating a huge crowd where it wasn't, it was just like the walkway and there were no cast members there to correct that or to fix it or to, 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 you know, sort of tell people like, can, can we get people to move into the queue? The seat, we've got the ropes here. This is where you need to be. Nothing. Like there was, there was none of that. Um, when you wait in a line in Florida or California, um, you know, even if, even if you're in direct sunlight, there are still cast members there to make sure people know where they're supposed to be and know where they're going or to answer questions. Um, we, it, like, it was hard for us to find somebody. Um, it, it was just, it was just experience time after time after time. And I, I hate that I keep comparing it right. to Florida and California because it is China. It's very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still Disney. You know what I mean? Right. It's not yeah. like I'm trying to, I'm not comparing like a random Chinese theme park to Disneyland. I'm, I'm no. comparing Disney to Disney and you go to Tokyo, which I've been to, you go to Hong Kong, which I've been to. The cast members there feel like they've gone through the Disney training. They mm-hmm. feel like they're on par with the cast members you would have in Florida or California. They are, they go above and beyond. They're amazing. They, they make the experience incredible. Shanghai is an outlier. It's the only park where, where they just, they just don't care. It feels like, and it's just, it's, if you like Disney, it's a disgrace. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what the situation is in Shanghai, but I know like in Paris, when they opened the one up there, um, it wasn't actually ran by Disney for a long time. They're Disney's buying back shares now, but they kind of subcontracted out. I don't know if Shanghai is that way or not. I have no idea. I don't know if I that makes a difference. I but... think that it is. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't think that it is though. Yeah. Um, but even so, it you know, it's your brand. It yeah. doesn't no, matter. If yeah. You know, it's, if you have customer facing people, if it's your frontline cast members mm-hmm. dealing with the public, that they represent Disney. You know, yeah. nobody's nobody knows whether it's a contracted company or what. Right, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. Oh well, that's not really <laughs> Disney. So we're not. yeah. <laughs> so in comparison, I'm gonna yeah. say that you're giving it to Hong Kong, and we haven't even talked about Hong Kong. But I'm gonna say you're... <laughs> we haven't. I mean, Hong, Hong Kong is much smaller. Um, it's it's it was funny because the castle in Shanghai is just this behemoth it's just this monstrosity it's so big and then you get to hong kong and it's basically a clone of the disneyland castle which is so small Mm -hmm. um it's like we just kept saying oh it's so cute oh look at it it's so (laughs) tiny um but it it, it's manageable you can walk from one into the other and it doesn't feel like you're killing yourself there's a lot of good rides and attractions there are good shows um i mean if you like disneyland or the magic kingdom you're gonna like hong kong um, it's all of those most, I should say, most of the grievances I have with Shanghai Disney do not hold up with Hong Kong. They're just, they're unique to Shanghai for whatever reason. Um, but Hong Kong has some rides that really do lift it above just saying, oh, it wins by default. Right. Um, you know, the Mystic Manor, which is their, their haunted mansion. Yes. Mystic Manor is, I think, Disney's best dark ride. Okay, and this is what I wanted to talk about because I, the Haunted Mansion, I have a few favorites, but Haunted Mansion is up there. And when I saw your post, I was like, okay, I ha- I haven't wa- gone yet, but that yeah. was the one I almost went and watched a ride through of it because I want to see it. But you should. I, now, yeah. it's not the Haunted Mansion. Right. All right. It's it's like the replacement for the Haunted Mansion, but it is not. It's not scary. It's not. Anything that you think of the Haunted Mansion, um, it is not. It's it's the same idea. Like you're in like this spooky house that's sort of taken over by spirits, mm-hmm. but it's 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 not scary. It's not dark. Um, it doesn't have those ghosts that you see. I mean, it's a completely completely different ride. Um, the conceit is that there's this old British gentleman who lives in the house, and he's this world traveler. And he's a, a through his lifetime, he's amassed this collection of enchanted and extraordinarily valuable objects. Um, and he's just come upon he just found this one like um, ruby or something. I forgot exactly what it was, but it, it legend has that it had the power to bring inanimate objects to life. And so there's this little monkey that, um, you know, basically 
that does whatever needs to be done to this to this jewel and okay. brings everything in the house to life. And so then you're you're sitting in your little your your ride vehicle and you go around and everything is alive. And now there are some parts that were like some some jump scares. Um, right. But it's 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 mostly um, a lot of effects where you you look at and you're like, how did they do that? Like you can figure it out if you ride it a couple of times and you stare at it. Um, but there's a lot of just that genuine imagineering magic where you're just like, oh, wow. that is really, really cool. Um, yeah. Awesome. I mean, if you're going to go and ride it, I would say don't watch a ride through video. Go in blind and be you be. Right surprised but if you don't think that you're going to get to hong kong anytime soon watch the ride through because it's amazing and it's the vehicles are one of those i don't know if you've ever been on them but it's the trackless vehicles okay that's kind of like what the ratatouille one is on that yes yeah so it's like ratatouille and i think the in sea world they have one like that it's the the penguin ride is like that or the antarctica ride but yeah. um so that's cool so there's actually two different course a couple of the rooms have two different tracks that you can go through depending on, on which vehicle you're in but it's the That's same really basic, cool. the same basic ride you just see kind of different things from different sides so of the every time you ride it it could be a little different it's really just two things okay like it, depending like you're on the left side or the right side right and you're gonna see different things or be closer to different things that's awesome but yeah so it's i think it's the best dark ride that disney has ever done wow um, so yeah so there's mystic manor there um there's the um I'm going to screw up the name, the big grizzly mountain runaway mine cars or something, which I the thought seven dwarfs mine train or no, the okay. seven dwarfs is in Shanghai. They don't have one in Hong Kong. Okay. I thought it was going to be like big thunder mountain. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because it's the same, it's the same theme. It's yep. like the old West area. <clears throat> it's actually a lot more like uh, Everest expedition Everest. Oh, cool. So it's, it's the theming of big thunder mountain, but it's the ride of, uh, Everest. So you, there's the part where you you go up and you think you're going to come down the other side, but then you just go flying down backwards. Yeah. Instead of the Yeti, um, there are these big bears. It's it's just a really really fun roller coaster. Does their bear really, animatronic work? That's my question. Absolutely, really well too. Wow, like they, really really well done. <laughs> wow. Well, I remember I remember the Yeti working when I was a kid, and then I remember the like the night there was a lot of time in between, and then it didn't yeah. work the next time I was there. <laughs> Yeah, no, the that the Yeti is notorious for breaking, but yeah. um, but uh, yeah, no, it worked really, really well. Um, there's also the Iron Man ride there, mm -hmm. um, which is the first Marvel attraction at a Disney park. Um, I honestly didn't know anything. I didn't know what kind of ride it was. Uh, it's basically Star Tours with okay. Iron Man. Okay, okay, like you sit in a big vehicle. Um, and you put on the 3d glasses and you feel like you're flying around and Iron Man comes to help you. Um, it's a very cool ride. It's also that ride will never be anywhere else because the ride, like the, the, the story takes place in Hong Kong. Okay. So like when you, when you're in your ship, like, like there are these big robots attacking Hong Kong. And so like mm -hmm. Iron Man comes to save Hong Kong and he helps you and your ship because it's like Star Tours. You're just a bunch of tourists. Right. Um, so it's like that's cool knowing that like even if they take that ride and put it somewhere else, the actual video, the ride itself is going to be different because they're not going to have it set in Hong Kong right. somewhere else. Do they show people walking around like the one at Disney where it shows tourists walking around the park? Yeah. Heck and yeah. and in the but you you seen the one in Florida they do it and it's like a bunch of people dressed in like eighties outfits they're yeah, spo they're supposed it. to be people <laughs> I love it. yeah it's also a time machine <laughs> I love it yeah. Um, so yeah I mean so Hong Kong has a lot of great rides there's a Toy Story Land there um, there's a lot of familiar rides there uh, it's just I I think you know f bang for your buck quality mm -hmm. value for your money you're gonna get a you're gonna end the day smiling there whereas right. in shanghai you're gonna end the day like oh my god that was such a day you right. know like such <laughs> yeah day. and that's a very different feeling right yeah um, very different now is there a difference between and, and i don't know if you touched on this you you were talking about the way the culture is and people see that as being rude and whatnot in shanghai is it like that in hong kong as well are they the same or is it no, it's I, mean, a little, I, I have to assume they're probably a little different because of the British. Yeah. So, influence. I mean, English, English is going to get you a lot farther there because yeah. they have the history of speaking English. Right. Um, everything there is in three languages. Um, 
so it's you know like whereas in shanghai if you ask somebody a question in english they may or may not understand you in right. hong kong they're going to understand you gotcha um in terms of personal space lines are lines like you expect them yes. to be there's there's space between people nobody's pushing nobody's you know trying to get four people ahead just by like running you know what i mean it's like right there's there's that um the social etiquette that we expect here is right. also in play there for the most part there mm-hmm. um so yeah like i said most of my gripes and grievances with shanghai are not the case in right. hong kong okay and i yeah speaking of that when i remember when i was a kid my first experience with um with the with the pushing we were at Disney over Christmas and New Year's and there was a lot of Chinese tourists there that year. Really? And and we I don't know why, I don't know if there was a certain something going on where it was just happened to be the week everybody from China came, but all the mm-hmm. buses were filled, you know, it was all Chinese people everywhere. And we were we were little kids and it was my first experience. I got like pushed out of the bus and you yeah. know, like on they were like when the buses would come, it would be like a madhouse to get into the buses and and that's when I realized you know, and we we got thinking about it and my dad isn't the type that he's like, Oh well they're just rude. He would explain, you know, this is this is probably what they're used to where they live. Yeah. It's not you know what I mean? You can't expect them to be like an American or Canadian, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's 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 kind of it feels kind of like a cheat to be like, oh, they're rude because it's their culture. Yes. Well, no, yeah. it's it's not considered rude, and that's what I you know, yeah I had to keep telling the kids, and it's what I said in in my article. It's like you know when, so if you're waiting in a line and somebody behind you is just literally standing right on top of you, or like yep. bumps up behind you, and there's no reason for them to be that close, mm-hmm. or. <laughs> They people keep trying to push their way forward and they just, you know, they're not respectful of of the order of the queue and they just keep pushing forward. Right. It's not done maliciously. You know, I mean, it's not. They have no idea. It's just it's just is. It's just it's just is. It's how it is. You know, and I mean, like we 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 had the same thing all over the country. You know, like we saw the same thing at the Great Wall when we took the kids there. You see the same thing in restaurants sometimes, you know, like like I said, though, it's gotten so much better. Um but change is slow and you know it's not it's not that they're being rude it's they're being rude by our standards right but they're they don't see it as rude and they're not doing it maliciously or or um Mm mean-spiritedly you know it's just we take it that way because that's how we are right we we see it you know that's that's the same way that if they were to visit here and there were things that we didn't know were rude, you know, in China. I don't. I have to imagine there are things we do here that are, yeah. And and they they were like, oh my god, they were so rude in that situation, you know. Yeah. And you would have no idea because here it's not like that. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what situation that would be, but I'm assuming there must be something. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, the reverse has got to be true. And, and you know, like one of the things that I kept reading when when Shanghai first opened and Americans would go to visit is that they were just surprised that, you know, everybody was spitting. They're spitting everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate to say it. Yeah, it's true. You know, I mean, the smoking and spitting is, is, is something that men do there, you know, and it's, again, it's gotten so much better. But right. I mean, when I lived there, this is what, 10, over 10 years ago yep. now, <clears throat> when I lived there, I would literally see just people just like spit on a restaurant floor. Wow. And that's just, that's just, they just do it, you know? And I mean, it's gross. It's unsanitary. It's not pleasant to see or hear because usually they do it with like a huge hack right beforehand. <laughs> like they're hawking up a boogie. Oh, no. Um, and, you know, and so like one of the big things we're like, oh my God, they were spitting everywhere. And it's right. just, they're disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. All right. Deal with it. You know, like don't lick the floor, don't lick the ground if that bothers you that yes. much. That I will say, I did not see a single person spit the entire time we were at Disney. Now oh, I saw wow. it all over the rest of the country. They're still doing right. it, but I did not see it at Disney. They're still up to their spitting ways. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the thing. I think in the end, you have to realize you're you're going to China. You're not. You know, China is not going to be America. It's not going to be a. No. It's not going to be the West. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you're going to China, so that's just something you have to be okay with. You know, why yeah. why go experience a country and expect them to be like you? <laughs> well, and that's, you know, if you, again, if you read the article that I wrote, the way that I started is that if you're going to China, yeah. Disney should not be your priority. Right. You know, I mean, if you're a Disney fanatic, 
okay, you're going to want to go see the parks. You know, like we went because I've lived there. We've done, we've seen, we've traveled over the entire country. We had our kids and they both wanted to go. So we're like, all right, we'll go. But if you're, if you're going to China for the first time and you're, you're shelling out the money, it's not a cheap trip. If you're going to sit in the plane for 16, 17 hours and you're going to, you're going to go all the way around the world, Disney should not be your priority. Your priority should be the country you're in. Right. (laughs) Because I, I, I mean, I I have been, this is, this is not about me, but I have been to like 35 different countries. Mm -hmm. There is no place I've been that is more foreign to the United States than China, than mainland China. It is just in every way that it could possibly be different. It is different and then some. And so it is, it is, it is an amazing, amazing place. I love it. It's a beautiful country. There's so much to see. It's huge. The culture, the food, the people are just so friendly. Like, like they're the friendliest people to a fault almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so much to see and do that it's almost a shame that cause most people aren't like me. Most people are not going to go for six weeks at a time. Right. They're, they're going to go for like a week, you know? And it's like, if you, if you've only got seven to 10 days in China, it, it seems like, like it's, it seems almost criminal to spend one of those days at Disneyland. Right. Um, now if you're a Disney fanatic and that's why you're going, okay, you're going to go for Disney, but God, please get out into the country, go see the country. Don't just go fly into the airport, go to a Disney hotel, go to a park, stay at the Disney hotel and then leave. That would be criminal. That would, you, you are missing so much if that's how you do that. And that's how so many people do Tokyo. You know, so really? many people, they fly into Tokyo, they go to the the resort, they stay at the hotel, they Come maybe on. spend a day in the city and then they leave. And it's, it's, it would be such a shame to do that. I, I mean, can't, China I can't is, even imagine going that far. I can't. And I can't. That's beyond me. <laughs> but I mean, I understand China, China is huge. There's no right. way you're going to see the whole country in one trip. But if you're going to Shanghai, if you're going to Hong Kong, get into the city, spend mm-hmm. some time in the city, get out of the city, take some day trips. Don't just go to Disney and stay at a Disney hotel. Please, please. Don't please, miss please. out on the $7 hot pot. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, 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 the food is so good. <laughs> well, like when you showed the – Jamie showed on his uh, Instagram, they were eating hot pot. And if you've never experienced hot pot, go do it. You need to do it. Find a place <laughs> to do it. But where I am from, we have one place that does it. And it's $30 a person, not 7 <laughs> Yeah. This was this was a place in my where my in-laws live. So it's a small town to begin with, but right. it's like it's a hot pot place where all the it's like it was a huge buffet. Like yeah. you could just go up and get whatever you wanted. They That's you didn't order from menu and they bring it to you. And it was it was it was the, like beer, soda, like Come everything on. was included. Everything was included. And I was like, wow, this this place is great. This is really good." And I looked at the bill and I'm like, "This was $7 a person <laughs> and the kids were free." <laughs> what? On top I of that. Oh man, that's worth the trip right there. I'm going right? to China just for seven dollar hot pot. I'll tell you where it was. I'll give you the address. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to hit in this? Um, I mean, I feel like I could talk forever. I mean, right. I have so many more stories about both parks, and obviously, we didn't even talk about the rest of the country. But if we're just talking Disney, um, I have so many more stories, and I could just keep talking. So, I mean, if anybody has specific questions. If anybody is planning a trip, mm-hmm. if anybody is thinking about make making that, you know, taking the, the plunge and, and, and going all the way over there, um, I'm happy to talk. I'm happy to relay my experiences. I'm happy to talk about everything, like from getting a visa to right. finding good airfare to which cities are worth going to, um, to, you know, like how, how far will English really take you? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to talk about all of that stuff. I, I've li- I lived there for three years. Um, I've been back a bunch of times, uh, and I can I can talk your ear off. So if anybody has specific questions about China or about either of the Disney parks, um, send them our way. I'm I'm happy to answer them. Um, I'm happy you know you, you can just tweet me or whatever, and we'll just engage online. Awesome. And so what's next for you for your trips, Jamie? Nowhere for a while. <laughs> yeah, we got we got nowhere for a while. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you know, with the kids, it's like you know, I mean, there's only so much you can do during the year. Right. Um. I don't know. I am. I, I, I would be lying if I said I didn't haven't already started thinking about next year. Right. Uh, 
I don't know. There's like we've got I've got a I've got a, a a a list in my head that's probably like five or six long of places that like top tier that I really want to get to. So right. we'll see. A tour yes. of Donald Trump's White House is pretty no. close, pretty high up there, right? No, thank you. I'll have them. <laughs> I just made it political at the very end. Just <laughs> made twenty percent of our listeners mad. That's okay. If they're still listening, it's <laughs> yeah. An hour of Disney geekdom. Yeah. yeah. So if you have more questions, even you know, if, if Jamie is overwhelmed with them. We could even do like a another broadcast where like we I don't know we could go live or something and hammer well, them sure. off or we could do something yeah. yeah so if anybody has like even questions just about China tourism and seeing the country because Jamie doesn't just go there as a tourist he you're basically like you're a local when you're there <laughs> you know what I mean you travel around and <laughs> yeah I'm not a local anymore but I mean yeah I mean we we you know language isn't an issue for us you know we're like right. we're not traveling out of a little phrase book so which is nice yeah that probably helps uh traveling around a it lot does. more i bet it does all right guys thank you so much for coming back every single week we're back now i don't know how many we're going to be doing but this week we did two <laughs> if, <laughs> if we get a backlog we'll go to two weeks again but for now we're doing one a week and you can follow us on facebook and twitter at the gbb podcast and but make sure you hit subscribe so you get delivered to well, I'm so rusty at this make sure you hit subscribe <laughs> so you get this delivered to you every single week and we are back that's the most important thing we're back <laughs> <laughs> alright I'm Justin at 140 Justin C I'm Jamie at the Robot and we'll see you next time take care this podcast has been a production of the Geek Dad Podcast Network if you've enjoyed this content, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash geekdad. <laughs>